Sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Sissies with your locked up clitties. It is the Sissy Whisperer, Miss Amelia Divine. How are all of you doing out there? It is the day after Easter. If you celebrate, happy Easter. And Lent is over, so whatever you gave up, you can go back to doing with a clear slate. And I just wanted to say that it is a beautiful springtime. It is the weather in Georgia has become the crazy one minute insane tornadoes the next minute a nice beautiful clear skies the trees are face raping us with all of their tree sperm and it is a typical georgia spring so how is everyone doing let's go ahead and just throw the elephant in the room out there quarantine sucks doesn't it i know Everybody is on their different levels of quarantine, self-isolation, stay-at-home orders. In fact, here in Georgia, um, God bless my heart for living down here in the South, but Kemp decided to go ahead and put a stay-in-place order for Georgia, and in Fulton County, where actually is Atlanta, it's gotten pretty serious. Uh, The mayor actually put out an order to where If you're found on the streets doing things you shouldn't be doing, being out, being too close or anything like that, you will get arrested and or fined, something like that. Don't quote me on it. So it is getting a little bit crazy out there. However, I am not going to harp on the isolation and the loneliness and all that I know a lot of y'all are feeling. What I want to talk about before I get started is reminding all of you that are taking time to listen to this podcast and have needs that need to be fulfilled that you can't really fulfill in any other way. There are plenty, plenty, plenty of doms out there who would love to help you and would love to train you and guide you and do what they need to do or whatever you need them to do in order for you to be able to pass that time more efficiently. Um, If you are isolated with your family, it is going to make it more difficult for you to be able to indulge in your pleasures, and that's perfectly fine and understandable. But the thing is, is that there are different ways that you could do that. I actually touched on it in one of my blogs on Amelia Divine. It's about the whole COVID-19 thing and how to still play. And I just wanted to remind you again that not only do you, you know, need to call us up, but you can purchase a clip. You could purchase a custom order. You can purchase, you know, on night further's already recorded calls that you can listen to. You can do a lot of things. So don't think that you are stuck in your little world and you can't enjoy anything. You can't do anything. Yes, you can. You just have to think out of the box. So keep that in mind while you're sitting there wondering, oh dear God, what am I going to do? Trust me, you be all right. So this is episode 105. I actually got called out on why I call my episodes 105 or 104. Like I have a one in front of it. Like I got like all these different seasons. Well, technically I'm planning on having different seasons. I do not plan to have any podcast going um, 
in November or December. So that kind of will break it to my second season. And so just in order for me to keep up with that, that's why I do it. No, I'm not trying to be all like snooty or snotty or anything. I just think it looks better. And that's what I decided. And kiss my big, beautiful ass if you don't like it. So on this episode, episode 105, we are going to be talking about HRT, hormone replacement therapy, and sissification. There has been just so much information out there and so many of you sissies just wanting it so badly and oh I want to grow tits and I want to have my dick shrink and I want this and I want that and I should just change all you bitches name to I wanna because y'all are the most wantonest bitches out there um but I do want to educate I want to give as much of my knowledge to you about HRT and should you would you could you on that and I think it's going to be very helpful now I will say this disclaimer a few times but I am going to say it right now before we cut into a little bit of a break I am not a doctor I am not a certified therapist. I am not a psychologist. I have studied a little bit of medical as a hobby. So anything that I say is a matter of opinion and is not to be taken as medical advice. So I will remind you of that. But please understand, this is just a matter of opinion. This is just with my experience of working with sissies and my experience of the little bit of medical that I like to dab in hobby wise and being raised in a medical family, you tend to pick up things here and there, but I am by no means ever claiming to be a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. If you are wanting to really get dive, dive deep into this, then you do need to consult a professional. So we are going to dive into the HRT and sissification, and we are going to have a lot of questions afterwards. There's been a lot of interest in this, and I've got quite a few questions to touch on at the end. So stick around to the end, and I think that you're going to enjoy it. So stick around, sit back, relax, and I will come back to penetrate your soul. Are you feeling confused about your kinks? Do you fantasize about your fetish and want to learn more? I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue. If you're having issues with your kinks and fetishes, I'm here to help. If you love reading, you'll want to head to the DrSueReview.com, where you can find a myriad of articles, along with my entertainment audios and ways you can talk to me for a private session. Or, if you're more of a listener, you can pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and listen to the over 100 podcast episodes with one that's sure to pique your interest. So check out thedrsuereview.com and inbedwithdrsue.com. And now, let's get back to the Sissy Whisperer with Ms. Amelia Devine. Thank you, Dr. Sue. Dr. Sue is one of the doms that I was talking about that offers clips and she offers all these different things that you could take advantage of and I don't want you to miss out so if you have never spoken to Dr. Sue if you have never listened to one of her podcasts you are really doing yourself a disservice um go to the Dr. Sue review 
go to In Bed with Dr. Sue. Check out her podcast. She really is amazing, and she's very, very educated. Um, she is in a real-time female-led relationship. She is a real cuckold queen, so you can learn a whole lot from her, and she is also just a great supporter of other sex workers. So you not only would be doing yourself a favor if you spoke to her, but you know, send her a little thank you from me because she's kind of awesome. So here we go. All right. Hormone replacement therapy. Before I get started, here comes that disclaimer again. I am not a doctor. I am not a certified therapist. I am not a psychologist. Everything that I am about to discuss is an educated opinion. So what that means is that I have worked with sissies over 10 years. And I also study medical as a hobby. So what I have learned is from my own curiosity and from speaking to thousands of sissies over the years. Do not take anything that I say as pure medical advice. If you are seeking medical advice, if you are seeking that kind of knowledge, you need to speak to a medical professional. All right? Sign the dotted line in blood. There we go. Don't be holding anything up against me. I have already warned you twice now. So let's get started. All right. HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Now, let me explain a little bit about what hormone replacement therapy is. Now, there is hormone replacement therapy for men, hormone replacement therapy for women. We're going to discuss the hormone replacement therapy for women, all right? So hormone replacement therapy for women is used to treat symptoms associated with perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. Now, there are a lot of different HRT out there. You have the menopausal hormonal therapy, that is MHT. You have postmenopausal hormone therapy, that's PHT and PMHT. So that right there is already telling you that everything that they are doing is to help replace the hormones in women. It is help. It helps to replace the hormones so that can help with the different systems, symptoms that we have through menopause. For like I myself, I'm perimenopausal. So I am um, suffering through the hot flashes and I do have the um, mood swings, but they're not as serious right now for me to be on any kind of HRT. Some women do get serious symptoms of menopause and it just interrupts their life. Um, you've got, like I was speaking, you have the um, hot flashes, you have night sweats, you have cravings, you have, you know, vaginal dryness and that is very, very painful. Um, you have, you know, you have mood swings, forgetfulness. There are a lot of things that goes along with menopause. And what HRT does is that it helps replace everything that you're losing 
so that you can get balanced again. Now, remember, I'm speaking about women, and there is a reason why we're speaking about female HRT. Now, in the HRT, you could get different types of hormones. You can get estrogens, you can get progestogens, and you can get progesterone. Progesterone. Those are the main ones that you can get. And those all help with the menopausal hormone therapy. It helps to replace the estrogen that we're losing. That is why women take it. Now, I wanted to put all that out there because you can find all of these, especially the progestogens, you can find those in things like estrogen, birth control pills. Um, they do have uh, progestogen creams. They do have those all out there because, you know, women were a very fickle and complex creature. And so we take the hormones in many different ways to help us. Some take a whole lot. Some just need a little bit. Hell, some can go out there and just eat a whole spoonful of chickpeas and they're fine. So it really does just depend. Um, now, why does that sound so good to sissies? Well, I'll tell you why. A lot of sissies are trying to constantly every day improve themselves and they want to be more and more female-like. And so I will start hearing sissies talking about, should I start HRT? Do I need to start HRT? Or they're saying, I'm on HRT. Or my dom has put me on HRT. It's always something to do with HRT. And there's a lot of questions about HRT from sissies saying how they need it. Like it's a requirement. All right. I'm, let's just, just hear me out. I'm not going to say any yes or no. So don't expect to come into this and have a clear, distinct answer. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to tell you yes or no. What I am going to do is I'm going to give you my opinion on all of this. Now, now that I've told you a bit of what the actual HRT is, before we get into it deeper of it being a part of like if does it belong in sissification or is it really just kind of part of your fantasy or is it really truly something you need before we get any deeper in that I want to go over some of the side effects now first off a male taking female HRT is not dangerous it really doesn't cause any um damage so to say my my brother, a long time ago, and I still remember this to this day because my brother is just, he's a fucking weirdo, but um, he, I had my birth control. It was when back when we were roommates. I had my birth control out um, on the sink or something. I forget what it was. And he came across it, and he didn't know what it was for a second. He was looking for headache medicine. Now, understand my brother's nine years older than me. I'm 44. You do the math. Uh, but anyway, so he was looking for headache medicine or something, and he came across my birth control, and he's hollering out to me. He's like, what is this? And I was didn't even know what he was talking about. I was like, you know, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, is this headache medicine? And he's, 
I was like, well, read it. What does it say? And he just, I don't know. It's in little packets. And I went back there to see what the hell I was talking about. And he's holding up my birth control pills. <laughs> and I looked at him. I was like, um, no, that's my birth control pills. You want to put them back? And <laughs> of course, you know, we're laughing about it. And he's like, you know, I could just see me taking one of those things. And it just flowed around my whole body looking for damn street signs, wondering where the hell it's going to go. <laughs> And pretty much he's right. That's about what would happen um, if he took one of them. They were just kind of sitting there like, okay, I'm shooting out estrogen for what reason? Um, but it was funny. I guess he had to have been there, but I found it very funny to think of my um, brother doing that. But um, like I was stating is they're taking birth control or taking any kind of really um, female HRT is not going to harm you. You know, anything that you overdo, anything that you overdo is going to harm you. I mean, if you have no self-control and you are overdoing it, it's going to harm you. You could take herbs and they'll harm you if you overdo it. You could take, you can eat too much damn fruit and get diabetes. So honestly, anything that you overdo can harm you. But, you know, just taking a birth control or something, it's not going to do anything but float around your body, squirting out a little bit of estrogen here or there and waiting to be shit out because it just had no reason to be there. So overall, it doesn't do any kind of major damage to your body. However, there are side effects. There are reversible changes that are going to happen to your body. And there are irreversible changes that are going to happen to your body. So if you do decide to get on some kind of um, hormone replacement therapy, even if it's just the smallest little thing, like, you know, getting herbs or whatnot, expect the changes in your body. So let me go through just some of those changes that you could expect if you did get on HRT. These are the reversible changes that will happen to your body. First, you'll have body fat redistribution. Now, what that means is that instead of the fat being hanging there right there in your stomach, it's going to move to your hips. It's going to move to your arms. It's going to move to your thighs. All the places that women are constantly working out, you know, we're kind of making sure that everything is working and is set up there, you know, all that. That's where it's going to move to. So expect your hips to look a bit bigger. Expect your um, waist to kind of shrink in a little bit more because the fat's being redistribute, redistributed from your gut area, which is where it mainly resides on men, out more into the ass, the hips, the arms, the chest, the thighs, and those areas, even with your chin, it can, you know, gather up there in your neck and your chin. Because you see, women have more tendency to have a sagging neckline than men do. And that's just how we hold our fat differently. Um, there's going to be muscle development reduction. Um, now, you may have like biceps now, or you may have like, you know, really strong ab muscles. Well, those muscles are going to be reduced and those muscles are kind of going to be strengthened up in other places. You may have, you know, the beginnings of a washboard stomach, but if you get on estrogen, that washboard stomach is going to go away unless you are continuously working it out. That comes from the old adage of whenever a woman goes on a diet, she loses a pound and a half after a month. When a man goes on a diet, he could lose 10 pounds in a month. That's just how we're made. 
So your body is going to start looking at your muscle and it's going to be started treating with the estrogen and it's going to cause a reduction in your muscle. So you will feel a little bit weaker and you will feel a little bit more, like a better term, dainty. There's going to be changes in your skin. And now look at the difference between a woman's skin and a man's skin. A woman's skin is softer. It's a little more supple. It even sometimes a little bit tighter in different areas. And a man's skin is almost like it's allowing for more growth, not as tight. Um, the skin is very strong, doesn't look as hydrated as easily as a woman's skin does. And that's what's going to happen with your skin. Also, if you start jumping on this, uh, HRT, you may end up breaking out a bit because women will break out more than men do because that's just how our skin is. We clog up oil more. We have bigger pores. So yes, you could break out a bit more. You could get facial acne or a few pimples here and there. Um, you may get some on your chest. Women, Lots of women will get them on their chest especially like when our estrogen is really high right before we have our menstrual cycles, we'll get some pimples on us. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> we get pimples and they happen. Uh, so don't be surprised with that. There's also the reduction of body hair. And I know a lot of sissies want that. I know that's, that is always like one of the first things they want to do is just get rid of that body hair. And there will be a reduction of body hair. Now, remember, these are reversible changes. So if, say, you're on HRT and then you realize, hey, I don't like my sporadic beard I have now. I want my full Grizzly Adams beard back. Well, just get off the damn estrogen and sooner or later you'll start growing a beard again. And as we're all probably doing right now is growing a damn beard because men hate to tell you women have beards too. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> we are plucking and waxing and scraping and shaving. Um, but you will find a reduction in body hair, especially the facial hair. Your eyebrows may even thin out. Your pubic hair may thin out a bit. Um, your leg hair will soften up. Different things like that. So that's how your body hair is going to be reduced. Your vein prominence reduction. Now you've seen these athletes... Um, and they're out there and they're working out and all of a sudden you got like these big ass fucking veins popping out of them. And you know, you're like, you can go up there and pop them like a pimple or you've got that big vein up in your forehead. You know, there are some men that have that and I've always wanted to just put my finger on it and hold it there. See how long it takes for them to pass out. I don't know. It's just my sick twisted mind, but your vein prominence will be reduced. It won't be as big, won't be as prominent. Um, you could probably squeeze your fist and look down. You could see your veins kind of poking out a bit and that will calm down. That will be, um, smaller, shrink up a bit. Um, and then there will be a decrease in your libido. They're really well. Welcome to being female. <laughs> It's not that we don't like having sex. It's just sometimes we're fucking don't want to, or we want it a different way than what you can offer it. Um, yes, there will be a decrease in your libido, especially you will notice it, especially from going from having so much testosterone in your body to where you could literally fuck anything when the wind blows right to having that estrogen taking over. And you're going from wanting to fuck every five to 10 minutes and then wanting to fuck maybe once or twice a week, maybe less sometimes. So to you, it'll seem like a major decrease. And to any woman, it will just be like, 
welcome to my world. You know, pretty simple. Um, there is going to be the reduction in the size of the gonads. And that's another thing that a lot of sissies look forward to. For some reason, y'all just do not like the size of your testicles, the gonads and all that. And, you know, I can't really blame you on that. They're kind of worthless on a sissy, aren't they? So there will be a reduction in that. And then you will, here comes, yes, drum roll, please. Get excited, little sissies. There will be an increased size of nipples and areola. Yes. You will get bigger areola. Your nipples will get harder. They'll come out a bit more. You will just feel so femmy and so sissy and you'll be so happy and you'll be pinching them all the damn time. So yes, those are the reversible changes. So if you don't like any of those changes and you've been doing HRT and you know, say somehow, some way you want to build your libido back up or something like that, those are all reversible. Now there are changes that's going to happen to your body that are irreversible. And you have to keep this in mind because there's not as many irreversible changes as there are reversible, but these irreversible changes are rather serious. So I want you to be ready if you decide to start HRT. First, the development of breasts. You will develop breasts. Everyone, I say this to my sissies all the time, everybody started off as female. Until that extra chromosome was given to them, they started as female. So we all have all of the makeups of a woman. The If you went to the embryo is given the male, homo, male chromosome, the clitoris is then extended to become a penis. And the breasts that are on the body, once it is given the testosterone, they shrink down and they just kind of become those little nipple plates that you got. We are all female to begin with. It is that extra chromosome that decides to either stay female or that extra chromosome comes in there, stops female development and starts the male development. So basically the male development is late. It is late to the ball game. It's like you have the blueprint, but you never started the actual construction. So what you're doing when you add that estrogen into your body is you're taking that blueprint and you are starting that construction a bit late. So the glands that you do have in your breast, and yes, men, you do have glands in your breast, they will enlarge. The fat will be distributed out to your breasts. They will start poking out. Your nipples will get harder. They will become more sensitive and you actually will feel soreness as they grow. Now, there have actually been men who have been on HRT, and they'll actually lactate. That has happened. So don't be surprised if it happens. It is rare, but it has happened. Um, as far as the size of your tits goes, I cannot tell you that. I mean, you could be you could be somebody sitting there that is extremely underweight and you want to get size D tits. Ain't going to happen. The size that you get depends on the size of 
the amount of skin that you have. And anybody that's even giving breast plants, breast implants will say that. I mean, you can't go in there, have no excess skin, and then expect to have double D tits. It's just not going to work. So I can't tell you how big your tits are going to get. What I am going to tell you on the things that I have seen in my tenure, um, I see a lot of them going from like a kind of like a B to maybe a C, depending on how big and how long they're on HRT. And it is very perky, uh, just depending on how well you keep yourself up. So be prepared to have a development of breasts. Now, if you got off of HRT, if you stopped HRT, you're still going to have those tits. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to sag. It's like they're going to deflate. They don't have the estrogen to keep them going, so they're just kind of hang there and deflate. And you'll kind of go from looking like the, oh, my 20-year-old tits to my 50-year-old tits. And that's going to be something that you're going to be permanently with. Keep that in mind. There's going to be stretch marks. Yes, humans have stretch marks and women get stretch marks. I don't give a damn who you are. If you're a woman, you got a fucking stretch mark and it's there somewhere. Women develop stretch marks very easily. The reason is because our bodies go through so many different changes. We go from one minute not having tits to the next minute having tits. One minute our hips are slender, the next minute they're pushed out to breeder hips. Even worse than that, when we get pregnant in nine months, we can go from a B-cup tit to a D-cup tit. Our hips spread out and our body mass just extends and we've developed this human inside of our stomach that's gone from a flat stomach to a big old round double basketball. A woman's body stretches constantly, so we get stretch marks easily. Why I use that, that as an example is because if you start to start HRT, your body is going to stretch and it's going to change and it's going to pull at that skin and you will start developing stretch marks. So do not be surprised if you're on HRT and you raise your arm up and you look to the side of your tit and you're seeing stretch marks there. Those are going to come up because your tits are developing so quickly. Your skin is being stretched so quickly. Same thing with your thighs. Same things with the inside of your thighs. Same things on your hips. All of this is where that fat, the body fat redistribution, that's where it's going. And it's quickly stretching your skin, causing stretch marks. So now that I've said that, if there's a man out there listening who just hates stretch marks on women. One, fuck you. And two, now you know why they're there. It's not something we just go out and say, oh, hey, I think I could get like, you know, five stretch marks across right here because it's great. And if you start HRT, you better be ready to have them as well because you are going to have them and they will not go away. They don't. They may fade, but they do not go away. The last one and last one is very, very serious. This is why I want everybody to think about HRT very seriously. And remember, this is irreversible. Sterility. You will be sterile. After a certain amount of time of HRT, you will be sterile. You will be shooting blanks if you're shooting at all. Your gonads will shrink. 
You will no longer get the testosterone in them. Your penis will shrink. It will finally just get to the point to where it doesn't grow. It doesn't extend. Anything that comes out may just be little squirts of clear liquid. You are going to be sterile and there is no reversing that. And that is something that whenever I do speak to a sissy and they take a, talk about HRT, I'm all for with for sterility, you know, I'm fine with it, but you better be because once you hit that point and you're sterile, that's it. You know, that you're not going back. So those are the changes that are going to occur in your body, reversible and irreversible. And there, of course, are going to be many other changes as well. I'm not, don't have time to go into every single detail, one of them, but there are many other changes as well. But those are the ones that are most prominent. And those are the ones that I want you to really have on your mind whenever you look into HRT. Now we have gone over kind of the medical part of HRT, kind of the who's and what's and all that. And I've given you the slight bit of my opinion on HRT. But now I'm going to dive a little bit more to my opinion on HRT and does it belong in cystification. Now before I get going, I'm going to remind you a third time, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist. If you are looking to do this and do this on a serious nature, I do not go buying the shit on the black market. Go to a doctor to get the real stuff if you're really wanting to do it. So now that I've said that, what I want to say, does HRT belong in cystification? Does it belong? No. Can it belong? Yes, it can. I have come across sissies who start HRT because being a sissy is all they think about is all they want. They want to live their life like that. They've made that decision and it's who they are, is who they're proud to be. And they use, they're on HRT to help them develop into a better sissy. So that's where it can belong. Now, Let's kind of, I'm trying to be careful in what I say because there are a lot of doms out there that are very much on the, either the right side or the left side of this. There's really not much of a middle ground here. There's a lot of doms that will constantly talk about, oh, I'm going to force feed you hormones and I'm going to force you to go get on your, you know, go find some birth control pills to jump on that go to this. You have to do this. This is how I do it. And then there are doms that are like, don't you dare do that. It's very dangerous. You shouldn't be doing things like that. It's ridiculous that other doms will put you through that. And they're not real doms. I mean, it's, it's very catty, argumentative. Like I said, there are no severe side effects, no death or severe side effects from female hormones being put into a male. Now, again, if you overdo anything, there are severe side effects. And if you start buying off the black market 
and you start trying to get all the shit that the doctors prescribe without going through the proper channels to get those, then yes, again, that is dangerous. So yes, it could be serious, deadly serious. But regular HRT, over-the-counter HRTs, Estrovin, um, the creams, different things like that, to me, if you are a sissy that wants to incorporate this in your life, then yes, I think it can belong in your sissification. I think it could be a, you know, a boost to push you over to that level that you need. But you've got to make sure that you do your research. You've got to remember the changes that can happen in you. And you have to be patient because if you just want to take, you know, like say you buy one pack of estrogen and you take it and then nothing happens when the pack is done. Well, honey, it takes a little bit longer than that in order to really get a change. And, you know, you could play around. You can um, have some fun with it. But you have to remember, too, that in order to make sure that this is what you want, you need to really, really do some work in it. And you need to speak to your dom and, you know, talk to her about it or him. And, you know, if they're not with it, don't go running off and kicking away the dom, you know, talk to them, find out why. They may know more than you. The hell, they may know more than me. I am not the end-all be-all of all sissy mistresses out there. Never have claimed to be, never will claim to be, because I am just too tired to take on that kind of responsibility. So, now me personally, I will kind of push it a bit because I think it's fun. I think it's neat whenever I find a sissy that's really trying it and really wanting it and all, and they're very dedicated. And I have, like at this moment, I have a sissy who is just my favorite, favorite sissy. I love her to death. And we have so much fun together. I watch her on cam. And, you know, she's been in this lifestyle for years, years. I mean, I'm talking a couple decades. And, you know, she's thought it all through. She sees a therapist. She does what she does, wants to do. And this is who she is. So, yeah. I encourage her and I help her and I do the research with her and I say, I don't know about that one or yeah, you can go ahead and do this or yes, I've heard of that, go for it. So I give my educated opinion. Now, am I going to start a new sissy that I've just spoken to on HRT? Hell no. Now, as working with most sissies on the phone, you tend to think of everything as a fantasy until you have been given a reason to think otherwise, because you never know what's going on on the other end of the line. I mean, I could be talking to somebody and of course they could be telling me that they're wearing, you know, a baby doll dress with eight inch platform heels and, you know, a pair of panties and they've got like a five inch plug in their arse. And uh, great. Unless I see it, I can't 100% agree with it, but I will play along with it. So if I have a brand new sissy and they're telling me I want to start um, HRT and I want to do this, how would I do it? I'll give them the advice that I know, but I will also treat them as someone who is coming to me saying, 
what do you think? They may be trying to play a fantasy, but I'm still going to treat it as what do you think? And I want to give them my advice. I may do it a little bit more sexy, but I am still going to give my advice and I am still going to tell them the side effects. And a lot of times in situations like that, they're just trying to find that thrill. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, you could tell them it's like, well, you're going to get tits and your dick's going to stop working. And you are never going to be able to squirt anything again. And that's all they want to hear. They just want to know that that's out there and they're excited and that's fine. So, yeah, I play around with it. And I may get chastised by some sissy mistresses by saying I play around with it. But, I mean, I give no fucks about that. Chastise me all you want. It ain't the first time. won't be the last time. But this is how I feel about it. So, you know, if you decide for it, go ahead. If you are wanting to do it in real life, this is real time for you, then try the small little bit, but be careful. Don't overindulge. And that kind of leads me into the last part of this discussion. And that is, is HRT a part of your fantasy or is it a true need? Fantasy or a true, real need? Sissies are always doing what they can to go deeper into their kink. It's like they want to improve it. They want more. And I've touched on this multiple times. They want more. And so when they come across... HRT, when they find out about it, it's like just a whole different light bulb goes off in their head. Oh shit, I could do this. Wow, I gotta check it out. I can actually wear a bra and fill up the cups and oh, this is gonna be great. And I won't have this bulge in my panties. And they'll get so excited and they'll wanna jump headfirst in it, but they don't do the research for it. They just wanna go grab it. And I really want, whenever, I really wish there was a way. To be able to put up a stop sign. All right, hold on, girl. Now, is this just something that's giving you a thrill in your fantasy? Or is this something that you want to do because it's what you truly need? And most of the time, if a sissy can stop for a moment and really think about it, it's mainly for the fantasy. And I say it's mainly for the fantasy because not many sissies are able to dress and be sissy 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've either got wives, girlfriends, families, a boss, a career, a business, something that is stopping them and they're having to go back to the real world. And so being a sissy 24-7 isn't exactly something they can do. But when you have someone who's able to indulge in their sissy fantasies, whether it be for just a moment that they call up a sissy mistress, or maybe they're lucky enough to actually meet someone real time for a few days or a few hours or a week or so, they start getting into the subspace. And that subspace is being the sissy. And being the sissy means that you want more. And you want to feel that full sissy experience, the sensitive nipples, the tits, the clit shrinking up, the gonads shrinking, feeling yourself having more of a twitch with your um, sissy pussy, your asshole, than 
with your little clitty or anything, seeing how your clitty would fit in panties if it was shrunk, if it was shrunk up. So they get lost in that whole desire of being a sissy. And then they think that hormone replacement therapy is what they need. And it's the next step. That's when you have to realize is that the next step for your fantasy or is it next step for your real life? Because hormone replacement therapy is a life changing experience. It's a life changing therapy. Just like I was talking about with those irreversible changes that are going to happen to your body. If you get on HRT for a year and the next thing you know, you've grown tits and then you're like, oh shit, I can't do this. I've got to go, you know, I've got to get another job or I've fallen in love with this woman and blah, blah, blah. Well, honey, you got tits. And once you get off of it, then you have saggy tits. And, you know, tits that have been around a bit on a woman could still look damn sexy, but saggy tits on you just looks like saggy tits on you. And that's what you're going to be stuck with. The same thing with the sterility, same thing with the, you know, redistribution of the fat and all the stretch marks. I mean, this is a change you're doing to your body. So you have to decide if this really is something that you need. Now going on, is this really something you need? That's going to take me into a bit of the transgender world. And if you may not, you may or may not know, um, transgender is very near and dear to my heart. Um, and so I'm really kind of picky about this part here. If it's something that you need, why do you need it? Do you need it because it just makes you feel more like a sissy? Or do you need it because you need to feel like the woman you are on the inside? Those are two very, very, very different questions. If you need it because you want to feel more like a sissy, then you need to kind of reevaluate how long would you need it? Do you need it just for that short amount of time that you're playing the sissy? Or are you living a full sissy lifestyle and that's going to help you grow in that sissy lifestyle? If you need it to help you make you feel like more of a sissy, that's what you need to think on. Now, if you need it to help you feel like more of the woman on the inside, then you don't need to be going to the store and just buying like estrogen or anything over the counter. Now you're hearing me. I'm going to stop right there for a minute. You're hearing me say a lot buying over the counter or going to the drugstore or to the store. I'm saying that because I don't want any of you bitches out there going to the deep web or the dark web or getting anything illegal. I don't want you buying any of that crap and trying to get it shipped in. I don't want you getting any of that black market crap. And if you do, one, most likely you're going to die. Two, if you don't die, you somehow, some way, you're going to screw up your body. And three, you're a fucking idiot if you do it. So you're going to hear me continually say go into the store. <clears throat> so as I have stated, if you need it to make you feel more like the woman that you are on the inside, don't play around with a little estrogen or what you could buy at the store. Yes, when you need to start seeking medical help. Because... If you feel like a woman on the inside, if you've always known that somehow, some way you were a woman, this is something that you need to look into because what that means is that maybe you have been using sissy 
as a way for you to accept how you feel on the inside or even to be able to kind of out yourself a bit in a more of a safety manner. And yes, saying that you're a sissy, a lot of transgender women have started off being a sissy because it's safer. Sex can just be safer. It gives them an excuse. But in order to do that, you need to see medical professionals. And I have, I say medical professionals, plural. You'll need to see a medical doctor. You will need to go through, um, I think it's a year's worth of uh, psychological therapy just to make sure that you are in the right mindset because of all the changes. You'll need to go see an endocrinologist because it is your hormones and it is glandular. Um, you only have to, you will have to go through different doses to find out exactly what you need. So it takes time. I by no means want to stop anyone who is feeling that they need to match their outside to look like their inside. I am by no means stopping anyone from doing that. What I am saying is that you need to seek medical help to put you on the correct path. I And about easily 95% of doms out there are not doctors and we are not qualified to help you through this transition. We are qualified to support you. We are qualified to give give you our opinion. We're not qualified to help you down this to give you the HRT that you need. So you do need to seek medical help and you need to make sure that you're finding the right doctors and being comfortable with them and dedicating to this. So that's where you look at, is it a fantasy or is it a true need? If it's a fantasy, then yes, enjoy the thoughts, do what you can, Maybe be on it for a short amount of time. That way you don't get the irreversible changes. But be careful with it. And if it's a true, true need, then yes, seek a therapist, someone to help you on this journey. Because it's not a journey you need to just go down buying shit off the black market or trying to do a whole bunch of over-the-counter crap and hope that you're going to get the changes that you can get. So there we go. That's all about HRT and cissification. And I hope I have helped to clear this up a bit for everyone. And, you know, if you have any questions after this podcast, feel free to ask. I don't mind answering them. HRT is a whole lot to cover. I mean, it's really like just, you know, opening up a whole bunch of can of worms. They could go so many different ways. Um, I don't speak for every Dom out there. Like I said, all Doms think differently and there is some clashing sometimes. So I don't speak for all of them, but what I hope I've done is kind of given you a good, strong foundation of education on this and given you things to think about. So the next time you go up to a Dom or you come up to me and say, I want to start HRT you know what the hell you're talking about. And you're able to explain, really, it's just a fantasy. I don't really want to do it. Because, dude, just be honest. Be honest with your dumb. Be honest with yourself. Once you can live with honesty, 
you'll be able to conquer the world. But there we go. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Stick around. I have got a lot of questions to get to. And I'm really, really excited to be able to hit on those questions. And make sure that you drink all of this in. I'll give you a little break. Run, grab some water or whatnot. Be right back in about a minute or so. Talk to you in a minute. Remember the good old days of phone sex where there were no strings attached and no one was trying to rape your wallet? Well, they're back. MyPhoneSecret.com offers phone sex without the hassles or pressures of tributes, vendom, or spam messages. MyPhoneSecret.com gives you access to experienced phone sex operators who are kink-friendly, open to taboos, and verified. If you need a place to go to just enjoy your phone sex, then I invite you to visit MyPhoneSecret.com Phone sex the way God intended. Welcome back. We actually have a few questions from a few little sissies that I would like to answer. I do know that some of these have kind of already been covered in the actual um, discussion itself. However, it helps to be able to kind of pinpoint those answers. So our first question comes from my very much exposure whore, Butterballs Girl. Yes, Butterball Girl. Um, her question is, what's a fairly easy way to start? Something reversible is preferred. All right, Miss Butterball Girl. We had that discussion about what's reversible and what is not reversible. And you are going to get all of those changes if you start any kind of HRT. And it just depends on your body which one of those changes happens first. I mean, you could be lucky enough to just, you know, have your fat, and I know you have a lot of it, but to have your fat redistributed and maybe lose more hair and it will take a while to develop breasts and maybe you could just get a little bit of a thrill and that's it. But you're going to have to be very, very careful. The way I would suggest starting after you do your research, after you decide this is something you really want to do and after you learn that all of these changes will happen at once and can happen at, you know, different times. It's not like you have to be on something for six months in order for you to become sterile. I mean, depending on your body, it could happen overnight. Who knows? But the easiest way to get started is just find, actually go to a pharmacist and ask the pharmacist for a natural estrogen replacement for women in menopause or perimenopausal women. And, you know, they could direct you. They're going to look at you kind of funny, but they can direct you, you know, estrogen or some creams or something. And maybe you could start with something like that. Do not order anything on the black market. Don't just go out there and Google something and say, hey, I'll take this, this, and this. And damn sure don't overdo it. So be very, very careful, Butterball Girl. But, you know, I'm good. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to let you know I'm a little porky patty. Um, honey, I have seen you. And there is absolutely nothing between your legs, so I don't know what you're working for, but okay. You have fun with that. <laughs> All right, so our next question comes from Loser Boy. Very simple question. Um, should sissies attempt HRT? It's, it's almost like these questions kind of go back to what I've already talked about in the body. Should sissies attempt it? I am not a doctor. I am not a therapist. I am not um, any of that. I can't really say yes or no because not every sissy is the same. You know, you're not built the same. Your mentality is not the same. The way that you indulge in your kink is not the same. So... Speaking for every sissy, I, I'm going to say, I am going to say no, just to be on the safe side. I don't think sissies, excuse me, I don't think sissies should really attempt HRT because attempting seems like you're just kind of dipping your toes in and seeing if you like it and then pulling your toe back out. I think that if a sissy is contemplating HRT, a sissy needs to be smart, do the research. A sissy needs to be honest with their dom. A sissy needs to go through the pros and cons of it. And a sissy needs to decide, you know, if you are going to do the HRT, then how long are you going to do it? You know, maybe you want to just be on it for a couple of months, or maybe it's just something that you want to start to shrink up your little clitty a bit more and, you know, have those tits tingle a bit and all of that. And then you want to get off whenever that happens. So it's, it's really not that I could just say, you know, yes or no on that. Only thing I could tell you is do your research, be honest with your dom, be honest with yourself, um, really see if it's going to work in your life. If this is a 24 hour um, thing that you want to do, or if it's just short for your kink, because, you know, maybe you're locked in chastity and you're like, oh, how much far could I take it? You know, really, it, HRT can belong in sissification if it's done correctly and it's introduced correctly and it's something that all parties are knowledgeable of, in agreement with, and, you know, someone is watching you and paying attention and making sure that you're behaving because you sissies tend to get greedy. So you don't want to overindulge. You can, overindulging can be bad in everything. So that's that's my answer to it, Loser Boy, and I hope that kind of clarifies it a bit for you. It is your choice. I personally don't think that um, all sissies should be attempting HRT. I think all sissies, when they start thinking about HRT, should do their research and should be honest with their dom and honest with themselves and to see how it's really going to work in their life. So um, these questions are just great. The next question comes from Miss Jess. Um, it says here, you mentioned in your recent podcast that you recommend safe ways of castration or chemical castration. I would love some advice on the subject as my chastity cages have not been ideal and any way I could shrink that unit or render it useless would be helpful if even temporary. All right. So Jess, um, I don't know what you mean by your chastity cages have not been ideal. Um, I don't know if it's that you're wearing them and your little clitty is just still misbehaving and 
you can't seem to ignore the temptation to release her or if they're falling off or I don't I don't know really what you mean by them being ideal but what I'm going to assume is that chastity is just not something that's actually comfortable for you maybe you are maybe your clitoris is misbehaving and still getting hard in the chastity or attempting to get hard or maybe it's still leaking a lot in the chastity and I just want to let you know that especially if you're new to chastity or if you don't have the right type of chastity yes that is going to happen it takes a while for chastity to really start um, pushing the penis and making it become more useless and adapted to not being able to accept the, um, or just kind of not being able to grow and still be a penis. And it also depends on your testosterone level as well. Um, you know, some things to help with that before jumping into the HRT, which I know you're um, wanting, but some things that you can do to help lower your testosterone before you jump on HRT is you can always push your um, testicles inside of you. And you can do that while you're wearing the cage. It's going to help to decrease your testosterone because body, bleh, body heat kills sperm dead sperm, lower testosterone. So pushing your balls up inside does restrict them and it does help to kill the sperm that's inside of them and it does bring down your testosterone level slower, but it does do that. So that is one safe way to kind of castrate yourself. Um, another way to do it as well is wearing really, really tight underwear. Um, I've mentioned this a lot. I even have clips on how to rid yourself of testosterone. You can find those on Night Flirt and Clips for Sale and AP Clips. Um, what I suggest also to start doing is wearing really tight underwear, and that goes along with killing and lowering the sperm count. A lot of men out there who are you know, find themselves with lower sperm count, normally it's because they just wear too tight of underwear. And their balls and dick are just too stuck close to their body and their body heat's heating them up and kind of, you know, just burning everything up. Like I mentioned with um, pushing your, you know, testicles inside of you. So that is another way, you know, it's really body heat does kind of kill the sperm. Dead sperm, lower testosterone, lower testosterone, less sperm. You see how that kind of has a little circle of anti-life there. Now, if you're really looking at some chemical castration, you're, you have here at the end, you would like something helpful, even if temporary. I mean, that's kind of military intelligence there to do any kind of chemical castration or anything like that. And you want to be, and even if it is temporary, it's kind of, it's a little bit different. Um, you can go, like I mentioned for Butterball Girl and all is you can go to the pharmacy. You can ask for, um, menopausal herbs and different things like that to start taking. It's not going to do anything major to your body except for those reverse irreversible changes I did mention. If you're on it for a while or depending on how your body adjusts, there are going to be irreversible changes. It is not a checklist 
of what happens first, what happens second, what happens third, and it does not give you that like endpoint to look forward to. Okay, once my nipples get sensitive, I need to stop because that's the only that's as far as I could go. It's all about your body. It's all about what you're doing with your body. It's all about how much you're taking. So I can't, you know, guarantee that there'll be either reversible or irreversible changes on what happens first. Only thing I can tell you is that there are irreversible changes and there are reversible changes. So again, do your research. Find out what works for you. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your dom and see how things go from there. All right. So our last question is from Jayla. Now, Miss Jayla messaged me about a three paragraph question, which I don't mind at all, because she put in a lot of description of herself and what she wanted and all of that. And it was really great to read. And uh, um, it was really honest. And I respect that honesty. And I just wanted to say thank you, Jayla, for your honesty and for being so descriptive on what you, you know, were really wanting to say. This question isn't really about HRT. It's actually going to be a great question and a great topic for next month's podcast. So pay attention. You might get a little sneak preview. So the question that I pulled out of it was, I don't subscribe to what a typical sissy would be or feel. I am just a cross-dresser. I'm not just a cross... Excuse me, let me try that again. I don't subscribe to what a typical sissy would be or feel I am just a cross-dresser either. I guess my question is, can a sissy be a sissy if they fall under most of the sissy qualifications but don't feel they are less than because of their kink and enjoy having physical sex with their alpha partners? Short answer, yes. Long answer, um, it, it's not that you're less of a human. And I know that I mentioned this, Jayla, whenever I messaged you back, but I am going to say it again. Whenever you're in that subspace, whenever you've put on a dress, you've put on shoes, you've put on the bra, the corset, the panties, whatever you use to get into your sissy subspace, you are lowering yourself. Submitting is lowering yourself, giving yourself over to someone, something higher than you. So you are less than. And you may be the most manliest of men out there. And there are a lot of sissies that just, you know, they look like, you know, monsters, monster man of the big alpha and all that, but they enjoy being a sissy. They enjoy giving up all of that strength and submitting and allowing themselves to serve in the ways that they want to. And they're still considered a man whenever they're out of their sissy mind. That sounded weird. When they're out of that subspace, <laughs> I think we're all out of our sissy minds. Um, you don't have to subscribe to what the you know, narrative is of a sissy. You don't have to subscribe to that. Nobody has told you that. I know I have never told anybody that. A sissy is a sissy. They, they are their own person. So if you 
only enjoy dressing, if you only enjoy serving whenever you are in that subspace, and then when you're out of that subspace, you enjoy being the man, then that's all on you. I know a lot of sissies who like to dress and they um, have sex with their alpha partners with their cocks as they're dressed. No one is to say that's wrong. There's not been one person in the world that says they're wrong. that's wrong. And if they do say that's wrong, then, you know, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> you can't tell a person what they can and can't enjoy as long as that what they enjoy is not harming others. So it's your kink. You're the sissy. And you need to enjoy being you. And don't try to fit into the mold And don't try to make the mold fit around you. Be who you are. Just understand that everything has a dominant aspect to it. And with sissification, the dominant aspect is that the sissy is not a man. The sissy is not a woman. The sissy is kind of stuck in limbo. And that's just the dominant aspect of it. That's just what's put out there. But don't feel that you have to fit in that. And also don't try to change the mold to fit around you either. All right. So that's actually going to be a great topic for next month. I haven't really gotten a um, title for it yet, but I think it's going to be something like, you know, how to break the sissy mold or sissies who break the mold. Who knows? However, that is the end of this month's podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope it was very educational. And I want to wish everybody a wonderful, wonderful April. Have fun. Get out. Exercise. Get some sunshine. Wash your fucking hands. Toodles.